This is the message from Connection Community Church for this Sunday, July 22nd, 2012. Book, James Book, 004, You Only Live Once. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Actually, Tim, you should be the one saying that. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. All right. So um, I just want to take a little poll. How many here have heard of YOLO? Oh, good. Okay. How many people have, like, said it? <laughs> Look, it's All like right. this. Okay. So those of you who haven't heard of YOLO or well, haven't said treat. it, we're going to be talking about that a little bit today. So yeah, good morning, Connection Church. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Would you pray with us, please? God, we thank you for today and all days. Mighty God, open up our hearts so that we might receive your message found in Scripture. Help us apply it to our lives so that we can make a difference. God, we also pause to pray for those in Colorado for the tragedy that occurred. And um, we just pause for a moment of, of silence to lift um, our hearts to you for those who are um, hurting, for those who are grieving. Hear our prayers. God, you came to comfort the hurting. We ask for that, for those who are, um, are suffering in a mighty way. We pray this in your name. And all of Connection Church said, Amen. Amen. Okay, James, half-brother of Jesus, leader of the Jerusalem Council, man of action. Today, our focus is on chapter 4 of the book that he wrote, James 004. So if you have your Bibles, open them up to James chapter 4. We're really going to be going to be focusing on verse, you know, beginning at verse 13, but we want to fill you in on what happens before verse 13. You see, James is talking about submitting ourselves to the Lord, resisting the devil, humbling ourselves before the Lord. He talks about not... Um, hurting one another, not slandering one another, not speaking out against one another. He points out that we should not judge, but that there is one lawgiver and one judge, and that is the one who ultimately um, judges us, judges us. The one judge who's able to save and destroy he asks the he ends by asking the question who are we to judge our neighbors and then james goes on to talk about how we think we're in control of our futures but in fact we aren't here's what james has to say in verses 13 through 17 this is the new international version as he ends chapter 4 he says this now listen you who say today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city spend a year there carry on business and make money why, uh, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist 
that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. Boy, that's pretty in your face, isn't it? Wow. Well, we do um, a considerable amount. A considerable amount of uh, research and uh, tons of prayer going into every message. And uh, we found something by a professor, a New Testament professor from Boston College, Dr. Perkins, who discusses this section of James by saying that um, traveling merchants and trade people, they were the backbone of Christian missionaries uh, and their success. And The professor says that James does not object to uh, trading as an occupation, that he's not concerned um, about that particular thing, but is concerned about the desire of making money in a way that it's like all about me. You see, the problem lies when we make money, we can have an arrogant spirit about that, a boasting that comes to speak when we speak of our success. See, we know that it's really all about God, but we tend to get caught in this trap where I did this or I made that. And and that's what James talks about and speaks against, that boasting is, um, is really not a good thing. James also highlights that not that we do not know what tomorrow brings. We don't know what actually the next moment will bring, do we? We just don't know. And he even goes on to saying that our life is just a mist, a vapor. And here's the thing, tomorrow, we might not even have tomorrow. That's a, that's a sobering reality but we might not even have tomorrow. And that's what James talks about in the scripture. Mm. We're reminded here of the words found in the Old Testament in the uh, 40th chapter of Isaiah, starting at verse 6, where Isaiah says this, All people are like grass, and all their faithfulness is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall, because the breath of the Lord blows on them. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever. And so James really um, relates to this scripture in Isaiah 40. He reminds us that we are really on this earth just briefly for a fleeting moment, a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes, at least in the physical, from a physical earthly perspective. Even if we live to be to 80 or 90 or 100 in terms of eternity, that's just the blink of an eye. That's just a blip on the screen in relation to eternity, which is forever. Mm. Now, while reading this, what, what really rang out to me, even though James doesn't explicitly say it, come out directly and say it, is this. What came through is not only is our time here very limited, but the truth is, we, we get one opportunity, one chance, one try. We, we only live once. We only live once. We, we get one trip through this life. 
Now, some people, some religions believe in a reincarnation that we keep coming back until we get it right. But as, as Christians, that's not what we believe. And for us, we get one shot at this life on earth. That's not to say that God doesn't forgive us, God doesn't give us second chances. But all that being said, we only go through once, one chance. And the question is, what are we going to do with the one chance that we get? How are we going to spend our time? How are we going to approach this life when we realize and accept the fact that we only live once? How is that going to uh, direct our choices? How is that going to direct our course? This idea of you only live once, it's become pretty popular with um, a segment of our population. Uh, Realizing that we only go through this uh, life once, this YOLO term, it's very interesting um, what that has become. Barry uh, put a little teaser on our Facebook page that said we were going to be talking about YOLO, and he said that it was the quickest, like, like that we had. You know, there was just a like within seconds because it really does relate to something that some of the younger culture hears about and talks about. So, the Urban Dictionary tells us what YOLO is all about, the acronym You Only Live Once. It is said that it's mainly used to um, talk about something ranging like an action or a behavior ranging from like mild to stupid. That's what it says. According to this dictionary, this phrase YOLO, You Only Live Once, is similar to the mottos that we say, you've only got one chance to live or enjoy it while you can. This phrase, if we look in, um, there's something called ghetto translations. If we, I'm telling you, we do our research on this stuff. Ghetto translations, they describe YOLO this way, and this is right off of the internet. I'm about to partake in some very ignorant foolery, and I'm using this acronym to excuse my reckless behavior. Yellow. <laughs> and so, and so, um, so you can go online, I guess, and, and you see this, what's it called, a Twitter feed? Yes. Okay, get that straight. Twitter feed that have the YOLO tag on it or whatever, and you get a whole string, and like the one where Daniel says... Cheating is okay if the excuse is YOLO, or cops can't stop 600 kids from having fun, YOLO, or here's my favorite, Gavin tweeted this, just cross the road without looking, YOLO. (laughs) Dumbo. (laughs) Um, ah, Anyway, uh, (laughs) phew. There are many, many other others in this feed, but um, the language, some of the language and some of the um, uh, behaviors that were being described, uh, we didn't want to share here. It's not what we really want to share here this morning, but you, you kind of get the idea of the kind of behavior that the YOLO tag um, is uh, excuse, supposedly excuses. So there's a um, somebody who's an editor of a campus uh, news called Robin Dexter, and she gives us a site, um, an insight about YOLO. In fact, she takes this idea of YOLO and gives us 
a new look. Yeah, she says this. She says, when I see YOLO in a tweet, I know instantly that something unintelligent and cocky is going to follow. There's nothing wrong with taking risks in life and trying new things. I'm totally for that. But there's a fine line between living your life to the fullest and making spur-of-the-moment completely irrational decisions. And then she kind of twists the thing. She says, what if we were to turn the YOLO concept around and actually take it seriously? And then she offers an idea that's kind of deep, actually. She says, how about this? What if the tweet read something like this? Decided to study abroad in Africa in the fall because I realized my life is too sheltered and I want to be a more well-rounded person. YOLO. (laughs) It's a little interesting twist on that concept, doesn't it? Yeah. And so for those of us who claim Christ as our leader, as Christ followers, this you only live once, YOLO, means that it's important for us to take advantage of every single moment that God gives us. It's for us to realize that every day, every moment really is a gift. How are we going to use that gift? How are we going to share our lives? What kind of stuff are we going to be about, whether we're in school, whether we're at home, whether we're in the community, whether we're at work, whatever? How are we going to live the life and, and treat life as a gift? Because it truly is a gift. When we woke up this morning, we woke up because God woke us up and gave us a gift to have another day. That is the reality. That is the truth. So yes, for us, YOLO means that we are traveling through life once. Like the moment that I just had a minute ago. I'm going to have other moments, I hope, but I'm not going to have that moment again. (laughs) Conversations that I have, uh, I can try to reenact, but it will never be the same. So there are times, we only get certain times, we only go through once. Mm. So are we going to have, you know, these opportunities to live life, throwing caution to the wind, uh, YOLO, I'm going to do dumb, stupid stuff, or am I going to take God-sized opportunities and live for God. That's YOLO. That's mm. YOLO. That being said, even though we only live once, that doesn't mean that God doesn't give us second chances. We're, we're recognizing that, of course, that it doesn't say God doesn't forgive us. It doesn't say that God doesn't allow us do-over, so to speak. You know, God's all about that. That's why he sent his son Jesus to, to live, to die, to, to, to resurrect, and to... Uh, ascend to heaven to sit at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. We are given second, third, fourth, fifth, on down the line, chances over and over uh, again. That being said, though, even though we get a second chance, we don't get to live life again. We get to go through one time, and the challenges are, how are we going to use it? Are we going to waste it? Or are we going to use it for God's glory? Are we going to be faithful followers of Jesus Christ? We're all going to mess up. It's not to say that, oh, I'm going to live a perfect life. That's not the point. The point is, we get one shot. How are we going to do it? Are we going to use it on irrational, crazy behavior uh, uh, for myself? Or am I going to use it kind of crazy behavior for Jesus Christ? That's our challenge. So even though we worship a God of second chances, I'm so thankful for that, that that we can be made new every day. Uh, That doesn't 
give us this blanket license to live life like this. Say, um, hey, God, I'm saved. Thanks for your forgiveness. So I'm going to go do this because I know you're going to forgive me anyway. (laughs) You know, that intentional disobedience or, you know, hurting um, God's heart. A couple of years ago, there were some guys from the church that came over to the house uh, for lunch and uh, they went down and they were playing ping pong together and um, they got in this very interesting conversation. It seems that this one guy was engaging in some activity that wasn't so good and he was a Christ follower and kind of bragging about it. And this other guy was talking to him about that from a different perspective and trying to hold him accountable for for what he was doing and young man here tried to defend himself and said hey you know i'm forgiven i'm saved i can do what i want and this other guy told him that his theology was very faulty and um so this guy got upset and said hey Thanks for ruining my salvation. (laughs) See, he really had this very twisted idea of what, you know, God's will and way was for his life. Mm. And it gets kind of tricky because, let's face it, none of us is perfect. We're all going to continue to make mistakes. That's why we need Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Amen? And then the question is, is, okay, if I'm saved, then can I just go out willy-nilly and do whatever I want? If I'm saved, I'm saved, right? And um, the debate is, is if once I'm saved, am I always saved? That's been a, 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 a discussion for centuries. Or uh, is it possible to lose your salvation once you've been saved? Or is the question is, were you ever really saved in the first place? And that's a discussion. If it's been going on for centuries, we're certainly not going to be able to come to any kind of a conclusion in 20 minutes here this morning. And that's not our purpose this morning, but that is kind of the question that comes up. Uh, you know, well, how does it all fit in if, if I'm saved or not? And what can I do um, if, I, if my behavior is less than Christ-centered? That's not uh, Our point today is, is this whole YOLO thing. You only live once. For us, as Christ followers... Uh, we shouldn't be saying, what can I get away with? What can I do out that's crazy and irrational and contrary to God since I'm saved? That shouldn't be our question. Our question would say, if I am only live once, what is it uh, that I can do? I'm only going to get one shot at this earthly life. How am I going to do everything I can to be focused on what God has in store for me? If I'm only going to go through uh, once in life... The gusto I should be grabbing is the gusto of life in Christ. And what does he have to offer? How can I uh, help connect other people to Jesus and the life that he offers as I'm going through this life, this one time that I get? Since we only uh, live once, um, uh, how are we going to seek Holy Spirit power to help us connect people with Jesus and the life he offers as persons who are seeking to get ever closer to Jesus and to help those around us get ever closer to Jesus. YOLO for us should mean not taking crazy, self-centered, irrational, hedonistic uh, risks, but instead taking crazy, Jesus-centered, irrational, to the non-believer, risks. Now, I got to think in between services, when, when when, when I went into ministry after care was already there, I know a lot of people probably thought, wow, that's totally irrational. That doesn't make sense. You know, that's crazy. Well, I even thought that. That's right. 
But we were, uh, hopefully that was Christ's son, it was God's son. In that case, YOLO, it is a little bit crazy, but that's different than the uh, other kind of YOLO we're talking about. When we moved up here to start church I'm, and uprooted everything that we'd kind of been part of for 20 plus years, I'm sure people thought, well, that's kind of crazy. Well, that's true, but you only live once. You've got to do what God calls you to do. Amen? Amen. That's the kind of crazy, risky, God-centered, Christ-centered thing we're talking about when we're talking about YOLO. It means pushing the envelope, not doing dangerous stunts as an excuse for uh, self-centered behavior, but instead seeking God's help to go beyond the limits that we so often put on ourselves looking for God's Holy Spirit power to do what God calls us to do. Um, God's help to, to, to do the best we can when it comes to sharing and caring and daring, sharing our faith with others, uh, caring for their needs often ahead of our own, and daring to be different than the society in which we find ourselves when it comes to not putting me first, but putting Jesus and others first in my life. YOLO then means um, that we came to serve, not be served, and to realize that over and over and over and over again. So often around here we say, it's not about me, I am, it's not about me. So for us then, YOLO, Y-O-L-O equals I-N-A-M. You only live once equals it's not about me. So we shared some tweets on about YOLO with the hashtag YOLO, and most of it isn't, isn't good stuff. But aren't we all, don't we all live reckless in some ways? I mean, just by not um, following God's leading or having the conversation that God wants us to have, or I mean, we, we turn our backs every single day. And so there are times when we live recklessly. And I would say probably moments of of each day we do that. So we are all guilty of the kind of YOLO that we're speaking against. And now we're all challenged to live the YOLO kind of life that God wants to have once for each one of us. It's really interesting. Um, Barry tweeted... uh, Hashtag YOLO, live your life for Christ. You do only live once, but you can live with him forever. And since he um, tweeted that, like, how many was it, a hundred a minute or something like that, Barry, that you had, like, his, our phones are blowing up with tweets regarding that some aren't good, but then there could be some others that really are seeing that word in a new way. So we want to challenge each one of you to consider that we do only live once, that God's grace is sufficient, that we get uh, second chances, but that the moments that God gives us, the day God, each day that God gives us truly is a gift. And we need to live as a, in thanksgiving and honor and gratitude to God. That's YOLO living for the Christian. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Almighty God, thank you for your word found in James. It's pretty hard, God, to, um, 
right. We mess up so much. Thank you for your grace that is sufficient. But help us uh, take advantage of each moment of every day to uh, be about your business, to share your love, to reach out in care and concern, to share and and dare and, and care in your name. Help us as a community of faith uh, be of, of one mind to connect people with Jesus and the life that your son Jesus offers each one of us. Thank you for the youth and adults who will be doing just that when they leave in an hour for their mission trip. Use us, Lord. Thank you for your love that is everlasting and that while we only live once with you, we get to live in eternity forever. So we thank you and praise you this day and all days. And all of Connection Church said, amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at www.connectioncc.org. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life that he offers.